Remember the one that had all the swelling in her forehead and it looked all her face? Oh, you're talking about uh, Joanna Shane. I thought she had some. She might have a little bit, but nothing like like a Randy Couture right, or nothing right. like a Khabib Nagamedov or so. Ta- like so that. let us know if you would find that hot or not. That's uh, a good, yeah, that's a good question. You know what I mean? Do you guys find cauliflower hot on a woman or not? <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Elbows Tight Podcast. It's your host, Travis and John. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I'm sore. Sore from what? I'm sore from yesterday. What was yesterday? Are you sore? Uh, my soul is sore. Is it? Is the youth keeping you like a, a fresh, young, flexible? Uh, I wouldn't say that, dude. I definitely <laughs> felt that yesterday. It was so bad. I was like, uh, Ed, oh, I got like Ed. a busted nose. And so I was like, I was like, thank God Ed's out of here. That way I can sit out this last round. It was what, five or three, five, three minute rounds back yeah. to back with like a 15 second rest in between just to grab a new partner. Yeah. And I was like, woo. People are like, you wusses. That's nothing. I was like, I was like uh. for you guys that don't know, we're in like, this was like a, a mini heat wave in Washington. Yeah. It was probably highs in the mid eighties this week. We're, felt, we're not used like. to that. No. Especially because it's, we had cold and like rain for probably until about a week two weeks ago yeah ever yeah i was like <laughs> i was like man all of a sudden it was just like boom heat <laughs> yeah no doubt and i was like well it looks like i need to buy some more hyperfly <laughs> hyper light hyperfly <sighs> geese because it it is fuego out here Fuego, is that the word? Fire, right? Is that Spanish for fire? Someone DM me. Sure. I'm pretty sure it is. I saw the kids' class, man. They were all like just gee bottoms. Yep, you know? yep. And I was like, hey, Cody, how about us? And he was like, oh, no, no, no that's mm-hmm. the kids only. It's I know. Like, Damn. Uh, Charles was in class, and I was like, oh, like, that's pretty nice. They ain't, they ain't got to put their put their gi pants on or their gi top on. Gi pants. You can't just run around no gi pants, just the gi top. I mean, it'd be cooler. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, but I was like, man, maybe we should do that, you know, because... It gets hot. I was standing, waiting for class to start, sweating. Yeah, it gets pretty bad. And we don't have any airflow in our class, like in our in our school, zero airflow unless Cody has the doors open. And even then, it's not like there's a pass through. It's just air comes in, so hot air just blows. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good class. And poor Ed's at my house right now, soaking in the hot tub. Is he? Is he trying to recover? Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll have to bring him on in a couple months after he gets a real good, you know, exposure yeah. to it. It's it's today fresh. was his month, one month in. It'll be fun to talk to him about uh, his uh, police officer duties and how they do hand-to-hand versus what he's been experiencing the last month. I know his answers, but I'm not going to say it on the air. I'd rather him put it there. Yeah, he's uh, he's been doing it one month. And he hasn't really rolled with anyone after class or anything like that. He's kind of just been, all right, I'm out. And I don't blame him. I mean, especially when you're new, you don't have a a firm base to even understand what you're supposed to do in the middle of a roll, right? So he's like, I'm I'm, I'm good. We're going to I'm gonna go ahead and just take off. I'm like, all right, man. Well, hey, at least you're showing up. Yeah, I feel real bad because uh, me and Ed go back, you know, since I was 18. Like four and, flats on the Cadillac. And I know he doesn't want to roll with me, right? Because who wants to get, you know, choked out or tapped by one of their friends for the last 35 years, you know, you know what I mean? But I talked him into it the other day. I was like, come on, man, just roll with me after class. I'm not going to go all ham on you. I'm not one of these young guys. Whip that ass. I was like, come on, I'll take it easy. Oh, man, I threw him in bow and arrows. You name it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I got, got you. Got him. Sorry. Got you. <laughs> you know, it's like sometimes I was just thinking about this the other day. And sometimes when you're like, man, you know what? Today's not the day. I ain't going to play with no one. 
like and then you end up just like going maybe a little bit too hard in class or in roles and you're like yeah. mm. afterwards you're starting to contemplate like was that a little too- no fuck it whatever i don't even care. <laughs> you know i kind of felt that way last night i wasn't rolling hard or anything but it was during that uh five rounds yeah and unfortunately this is how my rounds worked out first round was ed no offense ed you know that was a that one wasn't you know a challenge i was having yeah. fun but after that was one of those uh, tall 200-pound yeah. guys, right? Then after him, it was Thor, so another 200-pounder, exactly right? Then after Thor was that next tall 200-pounder, and I was like, all right, I'm exhausted. <laughs> and I'm a nice guy, so I'm like, hey, you guys want top or bottom? And they're like, top. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> so we get to the last guy, and it's John, right? And I don't know, I don't know how big John is, the blue belt John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, which, which blue belt, John? You're a blue belt, John. He's a blue belt. You wrestled the yourself? The other one. <laughs> but uh, he was the last role, and I was like, oh, thank God we're done. I was like, I felt like I went through like heavyweight row. Not you, John. Heavyweight row. <laughs> I, now, like, I completely understand because the first person I rolled with was uh, a newer white belt, but he's a, a larger gentleman, bigger than I am, tall, a little bit heavier. And you know, it was uh, more of a... Maybe some of you guys can attest to when you're rolling with a new white belt, it's it's not that you're taking it easy on them, but you're like, oh, I'm going to practice a little bit of technique. You know, yeah, I'm going to see if yeah. I can't do some of these things. And that's what that first roll was. And then right after that, it was Thor. <laughs> yeah, he must have been behind me. <laughs> Man, his role, I was like, I was like, hey, Thor, how do you want to how do you want to start? He's like, I'm going to start on top. I was like, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, great, thanks, Thor. Uh, but then I rolled with Thor, and then after that, it was, I don't even remember who it was on the, I, I like, oh, it was another newer white belt, but he, you could tell he had like some wrestling, and he was real explosive and young. And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys are kicking my butt, man. And then it was, and then we rolled with Mike, Mike Stapleton. He was in like episode like 16 of the show, maybe even sooner than that. But he, I rolled with him, and I was like, Mike, I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. I'm dead. I was like, I am so tired. He's like, me too, man. Thank you. And I was like, I was like, how does that make me look? I was like, I'm in my 30s. Mike's in his 50s, and he's tired. I'm tired. I'm so out of shape, or he is in really good shape. Either. I think it's a combination of <laughs> yeah. both. And then so in the middle of it, it's like, it's like when you're so tired, and you're, it's like when we were doing our blue belt test, and you're like grabbing things, but you're really not doing anything. Right, right. It's just you're like just. Play fight. Just act like we're doing something for the next three minutes. That's what it felt like it was. And then there was like moments of explosiveness, but that was real quick. It was like a split second, and it was back to. Uh, I put the lockdown on John. You know, I ain't gonna finish nothing with that, but he ain't moving either. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> and it was like a good minute, and he was like, "Yeah, that was a good way to take some time off the clock." I was like, "I agree." <laughs> I was fighting to survive. It, it. I feel bad now every time I'm like fighting to survive. Air quotes because Sean calls that stuff out, and he's he like, does. He's like, "Oh, you can't survive. You got to attack, 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 attack." You, if you're if you're fighting to survive, you're fighting to lose. I'm like. I'm fighting to stay alive right now. You man. Know, I hear it when he says that, but yeah. I think at this point in our journey, I'm also of the mindset that don't give me that shit. <laughs> if that guy's the same belt I am, but he's six inches taller and 80 pounds heavier, I'm surviving. I'm fighting to survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure, I might catch him in something, yep. but if we both know the same stuff, it's going to come down to stronger. It's true. It's like when Thor gets in Mount and you're just trying, but he just puts his... And Thor, if you listen to it... I don't even know if Thor listens to the show or not, but if you're listening to this, you're getting much better about using your weight. Oh, he is. And he it is. sucks. It does. It sucks, man. Because I'm like, I'm like, Thor gets in Mount, and in my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm going to get out of this. 
and but then my body's you- like, you're not getting out of this. <laughs> Yeah, he's learned how to suck up to space. Yes, yes. He used to not do that. You had all this room in between chest to chest. Yeah, now, now he, he sucks just it puts up. it on you, and you're like, now I'm like, I ain't letting you get nowhere now. Yeah, like, that's so that, done. Exactly. So when when Thor was like, I'm getting, I, I'll I'll take top, and I was like, ain't gonna be very long. I'm trying to get out. <laughs> I was like instantly going for like a sweep or like something to to get out of there. And uh, on bigger people like Thor, what I like to do is I like to play deep X because it, it allows me to get underneath them and them not be able to put their, their weight on me. And then I have that stand-up sweep from deep X. And so, you know, I kick the leg out with their leg on my shoulder and yeah. I stand up and sweep them. And that's probably my go-to game. And I just said it on the podcast. Dang it. But- well, well, you know, the other thing, too, we're talking about, uh, we have a lot of newer white belts in our class right now. And they're not small guys either. And they're not. And everyone has good body awareness. Yeah, they're and they fit. Move, they're, yeah, they yeah. move great. So I actually find it harder to go up against, even though we can get more submissions against the newer white belts, I feel they're harder to go up against because I can't predict anything they're doing because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So even though you might, you know, somebody more experienced, you might do something and then they counter it and then you know what's going on. These guys are like, there's no countering. They're just, they're just doing everything. They don't even know yeah. what they're doing. And then I'm like, well, this ain't working because they're not moving where I'm trying to get them to move. Like they're just all over the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's that, that. So I caught one of the newer white belts yesterday. That we were rolling with. Um, I got him in an arm bar, and I don't remember how I even got to the arm bar, but I had leg over the head and leg over the stomach, and he had locked it down. Or he, I forgot how he had it. I think he had like hand on his wrist. Well, I just slowly like went forearm to forearm and started slowly applying it. And I was like, I don't know how long this guy's going to fight this, but I'm just going to go as slow as possible because I don't want him to jerk. Right. And then, you know what I mean? So that's the beautiful thing about the better you get at jujitsu, the more you can, uh, once you know you have something, you can apply it even slower. Um, but I started applying it real slow and he was like jerking and moving around. And I was like, what is this dude going to tap? And then finally he said, like, okay, okay, okay. Tap, 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 tap. And I was like, I was putting it on real slow. He's like, I appreciate that. I was like, cause there's one, there's plenty of times and John, you can test this when white belts start spazzing out and we were there. You know yeah, I mean? oh, absolutely. 100%. Now I, I hold them real tight. I hug them. Like I just hold them for a good 45 seconds and then they like, kind of like calm down. I don't know <laughs> if I'm like a warm blanket. <laughs> They start feeling more relaxed. It, it reminds me of like when a dog's like getting a buck wild and you just like pin them to the ground yeah. and then you just got to keep them there until they relax. That's what it, I'm not comparing you guys to dogs. I'm just. <laughs> well, and then I went to say you're like, sometimes you're like, hey, I'm rolling hard tonight. I ain't taking nothing. And uh, I felt like maybe I came off like that on one of the guys last night, which is not my intent if you're listening. Well, we were rolling and he, he need me right in the ear hard, right? Ooh. Like it immediately, uh, you know, I could feel it swelling. I'm like, great. Now I better ice that when I get home. I don't want the cauliflower ear. I know all. a lot of people want I'll take it. His. I don't want it. I don't want cauliflower ear. You guys can keep that stuff. <laughs> What's your guys is let us know if you're listening to this. Hit us up on social yeah. media. What is your feelings, especially as a white belt? Yeah. Because Trey, speaking of cauliflower real quick, Trey, uh, the purple belt that now is a brown belt that he just got promoted to brown belt. He got cauliflower removed at white belt because he felt like he was an imposter having but now, um, but he said he kind of regretted he, it. Now. He regrets it, right? Yeah. So let us know what you guys think about having cauliflower at white belt. Uh, we've had plenty of people white belts that have had cauliflower early in their journey. We just had like a guy early. That, that we had a guy that's competing tomorrow. He wrestled for twelve years, and he got his first bit of cauliflower in the first couple months of jujitsu, and he just had to have it cut out. But his was like it like exploded or something. Yeah, it was like it got like he said it. It had got hard, and then he woke up one night, and it had swollen up again. 
Yeah, he was and like so Randy Couture overnight. Yeah, he, exactly. And he said, <laughs> I was like, he's like, I couldn't even, I, there was so much pain in my ear I had to get it taken out. But Oof. I don't know. I, I don't mind. If, when my ears hurt, I'm like, I wake up the next morning, I'm like checking my ear. I'm like, Not me. Anything? I'm like, where's the eyes? <laughs> and it's weird too, because I've had a lot of ear damage. Yeah. So I've had to super glue the the top when it when it got ripped off oh yeah 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 like i've had it turn purple and black and i just ice everything and i've been pretty lucky i've had very small small cauliflower ear. yeah there's some people maybe there's some more people out there that are susceptible to cauliflower ear because there's definitely people that have been in the class for a month yeah take one forearm to the ear yeah and they're like they have like headphones on they look like khabib nagamedov with <laughs> I, well, and you know, I was getting worried for Olivia, right? Because she's been doing it a couple of years now, and I'm like, man, you know, I'd be like okay with it if I got it, but I don't know about a teenage girl if her ears get deformed, if that's gonna mess with their psyche. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You so, know what's crazy is I don't. I've never. Maybe someone can send us a picture. I've never seen heavily cauliflowered women's ears, even in wrestling. What about that one that had that massive forehead? I thought she had cauliflower ear. Remember she got Chris hit a Cy- lot. Chris Cyborg. Yeah, she she has a little bit of. Um, Remember the one that uh, had all the swelling in her forehead and it looked all her face? Oh, you're different? talking about uh, Joanna Shane. I thought she had some. She might have a little bit, but nothing like like a Randy Couture right, or nothing right. like a Khabib Nagamedov or so. Te- like so that. let us know if you would find that hot or not. That's uh, a good. Yeah, that's a good question. You know what Do I mean? you guys find cauliflower hot on a woman or not? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's like this. Maybe a little bit. Right? Because you're like, a that's, a, that's a tough motherfucker right there. You know Maybe I mean? a little bit. If La- if Lordell, Lord, so it's the same thing. Like, Lordell, when we first started dating, she had gauged ears. And she had, like, double zeros, if you guys know what that is. Not not very big gauged ears. But I find gauged ears attractive from, like, my childhood and, like, growing up. It was a cool thing where in my childhood. And so now that jujitsu is cool to me, now it's like, well, I'd take a girl with a little bit of cauliflower ear. I don't, I don't want, like completely like shelled over <laughs> right you know what i'm saying <laughs> can't get your earbud in or airpod or whatever you're listening you to nothing but just over the over the ear headphones <laughs> so well well and i got need in the ear right it was painful and the, you know the guy's like hey i'm sorry i'm sorry and i was like oh it ain't nothing like i didn't think twice about it but it just so happened right after he did that i need him in the face Ooh. and he's like oh i see so it's one for one and i was like no 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 for real like purely accidental but you know when i was driving home i was like i hope you don't think i really tried to knee him in the head yeah that's funny you know, yeah. <laughs> but maybe he did. Maybe he's like, this guy's out for blood. Ooh. Sorry about that. It's like uh, I've I've had people knee me in class or elbow me or whatever. And I usually tell people in the middle of roles, like if I don't stop, it didn't, it didn't hurt enough to where I really care, you know, and it's not. And sometimes I feel bad because I'll catch someone in a submission right afterwards or I feel like I might turn it up a little bit afterwards and i'm like that's not my intent i promise i'm not like upset about it right, like, I don't, right. it's 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 a part of the game like sometimes you get elbowed you get sometimes you get need i mean and sometimes i elbow and sometimes i need i need someone in the ribs in the in the middle of rolling one night so hard he hasn't been back to class well <laughs> i had the nut smash sweep remember that one when we first started this it was guy, a great man. sweep if you sm- smash the testicles and then lift up kind of like the like a tripod like they're gonna go <laughs> it's very painful he was, he was trying to do he was trying to do like a knee slice or a knee cut pass or whatever it's called listen to us bluebells we can't even talk about real technique but instead instead of cutting past with his knee on my inner thigh he decided to go a little bit deeper. Yeah, it worked. It was testicles. very effective. Yeah, I don't even know what I did afterwards because I was in so much pain. You know, I saw my life flash before his eyes. That's how that's how bad it was. But, 
But I got a, I forgot to tell you a little bit earlier, but I got a, a nice little sick wrist lock yesterday too. Did you? On who? Thor. Really? Went for arm bar and he was like, he like locked it down. He like figured forward his arms. And I was like, oh, I've been waiting for someone to do this because I've been wanting to wrist lock him from here. And so he locked down and I was like, mm, thank you, Thor. Thank you. And I just double palmed his wrist, elbow against chest and just, mm. and he's like, okay, got it. Tap. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't remember, and Sean, if you're listening, uh, I don't know what happened. Like that one time I threw the wrist lock, I thought it was very frowned upon in our gym. And I was like, man, I'm going to have to change my whole game. I can't do wrist locks no more. Now every class there's a wrist lock. And not only that, but when, when they show it, they look at me and they're like, this one's for you. And I'm like, oh, all right. So am I allowed to do it or not? Like, I'm so confused. Like, you know? oh, like I honestly, I haven't tried any for like a long time, but everyone tries them on me now because I guess they feel like that's my hallmark. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Cody, Cody, whenever I roll with Cody, he's like, he's like trying to wrist lock me or darts me or whatever. And uh, he's like, whenever I roll with John, all I do is wrist locks. Yes, yes. I, I, we enjoy wrist locks. Some about them is just so much fun. I know, and it's it's a great equalizer, like you always said. And yeah. I, that's what I told Thor, told Thor yesterday. I was like, so uh, that was a great wrist lock. I was like, he's like, yeah, it was it was pretty sneaky. I was like, yeah, it's the the only way I can like really stop you from just completely smashing me. Sometimes. Yeah, well, it's true, right? They start smashing, you grab a wrist, they're like, uh oh, maybe I need a backup. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know what we forgot to do? What our beverage? Well, we have a couple. You want you want to go over them real well, quick? Well, I'm having the. Uh, I don't even. I don't. I can't even pronounce this. I don't even know how you pronounce that. How do you say that? Is, there, is this camera on? Is yeah, it's this camera. You got to like. You're gonna have to just, like put it up close. Bada Zafa. I don't know how you say that. Well, you're not. Come here. I don't know what that beer is called, but I've been drinking it now for about a month, and it's delicious. Yeah, it's a IPA, um, Bada yeah, Bada Zafa, Bada Hazava. I don't know. It's great. If, I don't know. It's delicious. But I know on their can it says, uh, "Please refrigerate," because warm beer sucks, and I couldn't agree. <laughs> I can't agree more. So, what, so. what does it taste like? Because I'm not drinking that one. Uh, it's good. It's it's got some hop, which I'm not a, a big hoppy fan, but it just tastes good. It's not like bitter. You know, I like it. I like it. I highly recommend. What's the IPA or what's the BPUs and all that stuff? Six point nine. And it says uh, they like beer. You know, I mean, you can't argue with it. Yeah, that's good. What do you have? I am drinking a space donger. Is that Uh, what that says? Space danger. I was like donger. Now I'm like dyslexic, (laughs) trying to read my own beer. But it is the Fremont Space Danger from Seattle. I didn't know this was local beer. I really just like it because there's a dinosaur in space with a rocket. It looks like T-Rex. There you go. I like it. Yeah, so that's that's our two beverages of the day. This is 7%. Holy crap, I wasn't expecting that. I'm about to get drunk. <laughs> These are our beverages wow. of the day. There's going to be a description or a link down below if you guys want to check out this beer, see where you can buy them and whatnot for, for both beers. Um but that's our beverage of the day. We have. I don't even know the last time we did a beverage of the day. To tell you the truth, I don't know. But let's talk about where. Let's is talk about it. Travis and John in their jujitsu mind frame right now. Ooh. You know we don't talk about that too much. We're we're a little bit over three years in the jujitsu journey right yeah, now. Yeah. Yep. So I'll speak for myself first, and maybe you can give. Yeah, us I can't some speak some for insight. you, so that's good. So I would say right now, I feel like I'm in a real good spot. I enjoy going to class. It's fun. Uh, 
Sean is a great instructor. Uh, even my daughter, you know, is like, man, that guy's good. Like, uh, I think he's funny. Classes are entertaining. The instruction's really, really good. And I love the format of sticking with one thing for two weeks and building upon it. I think that really helps out my game. And it just feels like uh, it's just a fun time. Uh, you know, Sean put out, uh, he's new to teaching at our school, and he put out uh, a couple things, you know, like a lot of people get hung up on promotions, belt striping, how long have I been coming, when's my next stripe, when's my next belt. And I like his philosophy on it, which is regardless of where you're at in that journey, if you feel like you've earned your belt, if you feel like you didn't, you got stripes, you feel like you deserved it, whatever, right? He doesn't really care about any of that. Um, if he doesn't think you've deserved it or whatever, you'll just wear it until he thinks you do. Like, you know what I mean? I like that. It's like no pressure, which I think is a lot of fun. And, uh, I don't know. I just, it's just been really fun going to class lately. I'd say definitely the last few months. And I feel like, uh, I've really picked up a lot lately. It's, you know, what we used to struggle trying to, I don't know how to, you know, everybody keeps putting more technique, more technique in, more technique. And you're like, holy shit, how do I remember all this stuff? Yeah. And now it just feels like it comes a little more natural where I can learn new techniques because the other ones I don't really have to think about. I completely agree with everything you just said. I have been having so much fun lately in class. And just like you said, instruction has been great. Technique has been great. Uh, we're, there's just an overall kind of... How how do you explain it? Like a like a funner to me, it's just like a funner atmosphere. Uh, during like because of like the lockdown and everything like that, I felt like classes. Cody was doing what he can, and uh, Professor Al and George at the time were doing what they can. But I just felt like there was just like something different about classes, probably because there wasn't as many people. Uh, honestly, felt like the classes were kind of thrown together sometimes. Right. And then like this two week thing is great, man. Key. And it's like and I think the honestly the hour and a half class has also been helping out quite a bit. At first I was like, dang, an hour and a half, like I really don't want to stay an hour and a half. But the first forty five minutes is review. You know what I mean? And then it's like forty five thirty, forty five minutes of a new technique with lots of reps. And then at the end of the class is usually positional sparring. Um, which is been so much fun man because even though we stay later i we usually still get our roles in in class so i can't skip out on them (laughs) yeah i i agree i mean it was a little tougher with the classes going longer just because we're all busy people but i think they uh i've gotten to the point a couple times in class where i'm like i'm exhausted and we did not roll it's just from doing the technique over and over and over again i'm like I'm, i'm like pretty tired right (laughs) yeah yeah class ain't even over yet and i'm like wow all right i don't think i've ever looked at the clock more because i wanted to be done because i was so tired (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean it's like it's like i'm sure everyone can attest to this that listens to there's there's some nights when you're just like man this is going on forever how much time it's been 30 minutes (laughs) great (laughs) you know and i think uh some other good things i don't think we've talked about it on the podcast but uh you know sean had a good talk with the whole class and you know, we're not going to be uh, gold medal athletes in Yeah, jiu-jitsu. we talked about it in that one episode, yeah. Yeah, right? And I think that took a lot of pressure off of everyone. Yeah. And never never before has anyone ever said, you have to compete, you have right. to do this. No one's ever said well, that. Well, I felt like previously, you, like, you needed to compete. Like, yeah. that was a part of factoring in of whatever went on in the gym. 
Yeah, probably because it was so put into our daily routine when a competition was coming around, yeah. around, you know, because it was everyone was participating in preparation for competing, even if you weren't competing, which I didn't necessarily agree with. But that's neither here nor there, you know, but it was it was definitely way more present. I don't think I've ever really, uh, maybe once or twice I've heard Sean say, that's two points, that's three points, you get the sweep. You know, you throw it in there because there are people that do want to compete, right? So even though not everyone wants to compete, just reminding someone that, hey, if you do do this in competition, it is Illegal. worth X I mean, amount of points. Yes, yeah. yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely not like ingrained in us about, you know, I don't think he's ever once said hold for three seconds either. No. And once again, like this is not to say that we didn't enjoy that last time. Like we've talked about it before where holding for three seconds made you realize how long three seconds actually is and how much energy someone can use in three seconds. And they're kind of like neutralizing themselves. You know what I mean? Or how much, um, how many mistakes can be made in three seconds to where it can change a game. Agreed. But no, it's uh it's been a whole lot of fun lately. I'm not I don't think I've ever like thought to myself I don't want to go tonight. Well, yes, yes I have, but that's because like there's just so much other stuff to do right. I, I have to do in life. But it's not because like I don't enjoy what's going on. It's just it's it's I think the best word for it is just refreshing. It's always just refreshing. Even even when we go over the same stuff over and over and over again, I don't feel like it's repetitive for some reason. You know what I mean? I talked about this with uh, one of my buddies, and they were talking about, you know, what do you what do you use for, like, your stuff? Like, to look up technique, like, do you use YouTube? Or I was like, well, I used to use a lot of YouTube. I used to be on Instagram. I used to, like, follow Roy Dean's stuff all the time. And I still follow like some stuff because, you know, it's always nice to see something new. Oh, I kind of want to try that. But my mindset now is I barely know the stuff <laughs> in class. I'm definitely not going to try to fill my head anymore with stuff that I don't have no business of even trying to learn. When in class, I'm sitting there fumbling like a freaking idiot that's never 1, done this before. thousand percent agree. Is that is that you now too? Oh, for sure. Like when I I love Roy Dean's training. And when I look at it, it's not because I'm trying to learn something new. It's because I'm trying to figure out what I'm doing wrong and I'm yeah. trying to refresh on something. I don't look for new techniques anymore. Yeah, same. I have enough that I'm trying to learn now, which comes up to another point. Seminars. Yeah. Um, How do you feel at, about them? Well, I think they're they're good. Uh, but I'm at the point now in this journey where I don't want to go to them. Not because they're not good. Or like I love the Nathan Orchard one. That was a ton of fun. Man, that was so much fun. The problem is there's so much taught in them that honestly, I don't know that I've ever utilized something from the seminars that I've been to. If anything, they might teach me what to look for and I might recognize something someone's doing to me, but there's just so much to learn. Yeah. It's just almost like just information overload half the time. And, uh, but I have a little bit more room now, so who knows? But yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I like we have Marcelo Alonso's seminar coming up at our school, which I really want to go to because Marcelo is a legend yes. in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Like there's Carlson Gracie, Marcelo Alonso. You know what I mean? Like he's he's the reason that Jiu-Jitsu's in the Pacific Northwest. 
the first black belt under him is here in Kitsap County. You We're going to try to get him on. George Hosaku or Hosong. Uh, but he's here, right? So he's there's the lineage and the history behind Marcelo Alonso is huge. And he's coming to our school to teach a seminar. And I really want to be there. But I'm afraid that it is going to be information overload. Not only that, but uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I get a little nervous with the seminars. Yeah. Why is that? You, you take uh, Marcelo, right? He might come in there and be like, hey, Travis, show me this. Oh, because I got a blue belt on my waist? Do that. And I'm like, you don't want to let those people down, right? You know what I mean? 100% like, agree. I don't know if anyone else feels like that way or they just don't say it out loud. But, you know, you get like a little apprehension, a little, you know, nervous, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, Cody talked about that because Cody gets has that brought up all the time because now Cody's a brown belt. And Sean will so, show something in class. And Cody, Cody and I were laughing about this. After class one day, I was like, Cody, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Watching you mess up that technique in front of the whole <laughs> class made me feel so much better about me. <laughs> he's like, Cody always talk, jokes about it now. He's like, I don't know jujitsu anymore. Like, Sean has made me realize I have no idea what jujitsu is, you know, because Cody, Cody was riding high before Sean came, right? Because he was smashing everyone. Yeah, smashing right? us. Smashing us. And, no, and, and, and still I'm sure, smashing me. And I'm, yeah, and I'm sure. Yeah, he still <laughs> smashes me too. And I'm sure he'll talk about this. We're about to, ha- we're trying to get him on another episode yeah, we have a lot of changes we want him to talk yeah about. yeah a lot of changes but i'm sure uh the first time he rolled with sean was an eye-opener because sean just neutralized him and just opened up a can of worms where cody was like i don't know what the hell i am doing anymore <laughs> that is true yeah and having having just i feel like our technique is so basic like there's really nothing fancy about anything we're doing. Some of the stuff I probably I don't use in my game to tell you the truth. But it's nice to know and it's very simple and it's if I'm in that position then I'll use it. I I don't feel like my game has really changed. I feel like I'm just honing my craft. I totally agree. A lot you of that stuff I know, I'm not going to use it for one. I'm not that flexible. Um you know, like a lot of that stuff, I'm like, yeah, all right, I, I'll learn it because we're we're doing it. I'm never going to use it. Maybe in the off chance I'll end up in that position, you know, and it'll be yeah. good to know. But, uh, yeah, you're right, though. It's But and when you watch the high-level competitions and stuff like that, most of those wins are with basic moves, yeah. triangles, Kimuros, Americanos. Like, that's what it is. It's yep. no craziness. There's a reason why the double underhook pass is one of the most successful passes right because it's very simple you just neutralize the hips and just go around the legs you know what i mean like yeah. uh what uh andre galvo you know that's his like favorite pass and it's super simple right there's a lot of ways you can get into it i think what the 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 biggest difference is at, especially at high level is they have more means to getting to where they want to go you know what i mean so if they want to get to these triangle positions and whatnot as to where you and I like, if it kind of we kind of have to like fall into it, kind of, you know what I mean? Like they're they set up multiple avenues. And yeah, they're strength. like chess grandmasters. They're yeah. like, all right, nine moves to this position. Yeah, but they're never. But I mean, I've seen obviously if you guys follow like competitive jujitsu, you've seen you know deep X Delaheva, Barambolo to back take to you know bow and arrow or whatever. I'm just making that up. If someone could show me a video of that, that'd be sweet. But <laughs> well, I think what you're referring to is like when we watched Nathan roll. Yeah, when that guy 
that was the first time I, I felt like I was in the presence of a, like a higher deity. I was like, this guy, <laughs> like, you know, I've rolled with black belts. But there's ro- a different level. Yeah. And then I rolled with Nathan and I'm like, this guy would kill the black belts. Like, that was a different level. I've never felt so useless before in the middle. Like, he's, I, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Any Dragon Ball Z fans? You know, you got like the Saiyans and then you got the Super Saiyans. That's where he was at. He like, was so like, let's call our like, black belts the Saiyans. And then we had a Super he's Saiyan. Like, he's like, Super, Super Saiyan. He's like, come here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, I was like, that, that's unbelievable. Like, yeah. But that's, that's the difference, right? When you, when your life is an art, yes. you're going to be at a different level than someone that's not in the lifestyle of that. You know what I mean? Like my life will never be jujitsu. I take that back. If this podcast takes off and then we can start making it our lives, then it could be our lives. But as of right now, my life is being a dad. Yeah. We're super busy. We're really busy. You know, we were, we flaked last month a lot because we've just been so busy, unfortunately. But if jujitsu could be my game, if or my job, if the podcast could be our job, when you do something, full time when you're you gonna, dedicate gonna, everything to yeah, it. Yeah, when you could dedicate to it, you're gonna you're gonna be a different level. But then there's like a higher level than that too. <laughs> you know like I, you can see it in the UFC or yeah, in, in competitive in even even like the highest level, you'll see people at Worlds or the ADCC, the Olympics for grappling, and even there there is a different level between mm-hmm. some people that are like there because they you know they got there because they won a match or two and then there's people there that are just absolutely dominating, you know? Agreed. And I just got to say real quick, I just tried the Space Danger. That is delicious. Isn't this good? I even, I'll knock it over the other one. Yeah, that was This good. is so good. I was I was thoroughly surprised when I started drinking it. I'm already feeling it, though. All right, so I got something I, I want to discuss a little bit. Let's talk bit. about it. This is a disservice I think we, we all experience. I don't get to watch any high-level belts. The only high-level belt rolling I've seen so far in this three-year journey is watching Roy Dean's pure rolling. Yeah. I yeah. feel like uh, even when we were getting uh, the tournaments, getting ready for the competitions and all that, um, I've never seen like our instructors roll against someone that's at their level. Yeah, and, true. And uh, I want to see that. Like I haven't seen your... A black belt on black belt like... Yeah, like... Going I, at it. I've not seen the black belts that are teaching the schools roll. Like I haven't seen it. Other than watching Roy Dean, and you know, sometimes like when I'm taking a break in class and I get to watch um, Sean and Cody, I'm like glued in because yeah, see, absolutely. Like, and I feel bad because I feel like sometimes Sean's looking at us like, "Why are you watching me?" It's like, well, because it's like because I, I never I get to I see it. To I want to see this. I would love the chance to to go to like one of the competitions and see our higher belts actually compete. Yeah, so I can just see. Like, I want to see that. I learn a lot from watching stuff like that. Yeah. And I just feel like we we don't ever really get the opportunity for that. In our defense, though, our higher belts are one black belt, one brow belt, and two purple. True. That's it. But, I mean, just anywhere. Like, I've never seen them, uh, the places we roll in and visit. Yeah. Um, when I went to Revolution, I got there early as hell, and it was still, like, no black belts on the mat. Like, I feel like this is something we don't get to see that often. Yeah, definitely. It, I definitely agree, because I want to see... Maybe maybe we need to just go to a competition and watch black belts compete because watching a full five minutes of people just absolutely neutralizing each other and then 
or getting out of like sick moves or sick positions. And we're like, dang, dude, I would have. Yeah, let me see it work like like at the highest level. Yeah. Agreed. And that's what Nathan Nathan Orchard said. Like, if you guys listen back to a podcast, it was like three, four episodes ago. Nathan Orchard, great episode. Man, that guy is just like filled with freaking knowledge. But he talks about he, he doesn't teach anything that he can't use at the highest level. Yeah, that's true. Which is great, right? Because if he's if he's actually used it on someone in competition, then he knows it works because he only gets goes against black belts. You know what I mean? So which I'm like, man, would this would I actually use this? And the funny thing is I feel like in my after class rolling now, I use technique that we just learned more than I ever did before. Oh, uh, agreed. Same here. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to use this. It's like because I don't know, I feel like it's just so easy to just kind of throw it in there and see what happens and whatnot. But I definitely feel like now I use my my uh what we're going used in class. class. Yeah, definitely. You too? Yeah, absolutely. And a matter of fact, I was rolling with Justin like uh, before he went on this fishing trip and uh, I I got him and whatever. We just went over in class. And he was like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming and I still got <laughs> yeah. in. It. Yeah. And I was like, man, you know, and I think it's just because we learn it more because it's over two weeks. So you, now you can yeah. kind of almost see it when it's happening and you and you can apply it. Yeah, the, one of the white belts I was rolling with yesterday, he tried to use one of the moves that we learned in class last week or two weeks ago, the grabbing the sleeve around the head and then yes. lo- arm locked down, right? But if you guys if you guys are in our class or in our school or you know what I'm talking about, right? So you have you go opposite arm and then you pull the sleeve behind your head, your hand goes behind your head so you're kind of extending the arm and then you have the ar- the hand like locked behind your head. And then you go over and then lock your yep. arm down, keeping the elbow tight to your ribs. Where people mess up the most that I've seen, especially at lower levels with this move, is they do not keep their elbow tight. Yes. And that's not a shout out to our podcast, but I tell them all the time, like, the reason I get out of this is because you don't pin your elbow. Like, there's just so much room. I could just twist my arm and just get out of it. You know what I mean? And if you guys are listening to this and you're in our class, keep your elbows tight. It's it's more than a joke. It's actually it's actually true because you guys are just you're just giving me my my escape. It's pretty easy to get out of it. So. It's funny you say that because uh, yeah, I mean we never really used to coach people on anything like that, but I even see it now when they're trying to pass my guard and they're doing a knee slice, but their chest is like two feet away. I'm yeah, like, I'm like bring it down, man. Cover everything and then slide yep. that knee yep. over. I what's funny is I watched Sean call someone out in the middle of class, stop the whole class. He's like, hey, look, guys, I'm the only coach, and I was like. Yep, that's true. Oh, 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 someone messed up. He's like, he's like, if you guys want to help each other with technique, that's one thing. But coaching someone, if you're a white belt coaching another white belt, I'm gonna let you know right now that's wrong. I am the only coach here. I am the one that's teaching you the technique. If you have a question, please feel free to ask me. But do not coach each other. And I was like, right after that, the guy I was practicing was like, "Am I doing this right?" I was like, "I have no idea." <laughs> You know, and now I don't even care anymore. I just ask my question out loud. I don't care if it sounds stupid, yep. whatever. Like if, if I'm not sure or I'm having trouble with something, I just ask it. You know, and yeah. I used to, I think when we first started, it'd be like embarrassed to ask. Like, damn, everyone else has it. 100% agree. <laughs> now man. I'm like, yeah, I got a question. Like, I don't even care. You guys want to see it again? Much. Can I see it 15 more times? Because <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know I got this blue belt on. I still don't get that. Yeah. Just show it to me. Yeah. You know, it's so funny too is, I feel like 
in our classes, I do not feel like a blue belt until we get to like rolling and then I can use like other technique that I know. But in the middle of class, I'm like, can I put my white belt back on? And then when we go to open mat, I'll put my blue belt back on because for the technique, I'm 100% a white belt. And I feel bad because, because they want, you know, a more experienced person with a newer person. But honestly, I don't know what the hell I'm doing with this stuff either. <laughs> right? I felt uh, I was rolling with Ed the other day, and I showed him trap and roll. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he used it uh, the other day. It was yesterday, Tuesday, whatever, whatever day, Thursday. And me and him were just talking about it, and like he was like, "Yeah, the guy was like, what the hell? Where'd you? I don't know that.'" And I was like, and I felt bad. I was talking to Ed. I was like, you know, man, when we started this, we were all new, and and we learned all these basics. Yeah. So it's just funny to me a month in they you know they don't know what trap and roll is or they don't they don't know how to do any of that stuff to get out of mount none of that stuff. Yeah and like Cody was talking about how he kind of wants to do like a beginner's course or an on-ramp kind of thing to teach the very basic things of like shrimping, trap and roll, mounts, you know, side mount, back mount, all that stuff because <clears throat> I feel like not knowing trap and roll is like one thing. I was rolling with a, that same white belt <clears throat> that got me in the the moves that we were doing from like two weeks ago. And he trapped, I let him trap my arm because I wanted to see what he was going to do. But I was, br- I was bracing with, I had a post out with my, my right hand and he kept like pushing me towards my right hand. And I was like, yo, where is my post? He's like, to the left of me. I was like, exactly. So why do you keep pushing me to my post? I was like, you have my left arm. Go, go to the right. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, how about this? I'm going to fake to the left, and then I'm going to go to the right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, perfect, man. And so he did it, and I was like, oh, look. See see how easy it is? I was like, one thing that I, I, I did with myself also when we first started is I overthink. Well, I still yeah, do it. I, yeah. I overthink a lot of things, and I don't, I don't mechanically break it down in my head mid-roll. I'll be like, holy shit, this guy's like got this here, or he has this here. And I don't stop to really think about well, how am I going to de-engineer this? You know what I mean? A lot of times I'm just like... That's why I can't <laughs> I can't wait for you to do a competition. Just because I feel like um, that was... I, I told said this numerous times, but that's where it really clicked for me. Yeah. Because um, we do overthink in class. But yeah. in a competition, you won't have time to overthink. And it's just going to be like natural. Yeah. And that's where you're going to learn, shit, I do know this. Do you guys let us know if you guys uh, questioned all the listeners? Do you guys feel like you overthink sometimes in class, or are you kind of just so open minded you just you just sit there and stare off into space? <laughs> but like you said with the post, I've had people tapping the knee shields lately. Knee shields? Yeah, right. I throw a knee shield in, I grab the collar, and I'm like pulling down and shoving my knee in the chest, and they're tapping. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You can't tap to that. Like, all right, you bro, now, you, now, you, now you're being a little, little extra right now. Right. So look, uh, the other day, like, they were just going ballistic with this knee. And after like, you know, 15, 20 seconds, I was like, all right, man, look, I'm just going to show you something. Just just grab my knee and push it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> like, just slam it down. And then, and then, and that's the yeah, thing, just, right? Is what you don't know what you right. Don't they don't know. know. You they know what know. I mean? It, it's 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 so true because even with Sean, Sean will do something, and I'm like, "Yo, did I react right to that?" And he's like, "No, <laughs> no." And I was like, "I was like, okay, so how am I supposed to react to that? Like, what do I need to do to get out of that position? You know, because you don't know what you don't know." And if you don't ask the question and you don't try different things, then you're never going to know what works and what doesn't. And that's what I think Sean is really trying to get at when he going back yes. to yep. like you, if you're fighting to survive, you're losing. 
Because mid-roll, he'll tell me, or even after roll, he's like, yeah, I didn't submit you, but you didn't do anything. Right. He's like, you got to take risk. you got to know what's going to happen. He's like, tapping is not losing. He's like, tapping just means you did something that didn't work. And now you know. And I was like, you know what? You say it, and I know that. But in my head, ta- maybe- it's still it's still like I do that now because he said that. Yeah, I still don't like getting caught. I know, and that's what I was about to say. Is like I'm sure you could. I'm sure you feel the same way. Getting tapped, it. I know it's not. I, we tell everyone. We. I sound like a hypocrite. Right Look, now. we it tell depends everyone on who's tapping me is the problem. Yeah, if it's somebody true. that I've been training with for years, then okay, yeah, you got me. I'll get you next. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. yeah. But if it's going to be the brand new white belt and I'm getting crazy and I'm trying all this new stuff and he tells me, <laughs> he's I'm gonna going to go home, home and write a post. He's like, I, I got a job mic- from Elbows Type Podcast. <laughs> I've been doing jujitsu for two weeks. I did some micro adjustments <laughs> and got his ass. Yeah, like, I don't want that. I don't want that. You know, like, hey, no, dude, I agree. That's what I'm saying. And I, it's not like I want to feed their ego either. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or I don't. It, but. I don't know. Like, I don't like getting tapped. I take I take pride in not getting tapped very often. But then again, Sean made me feel like I'm an idiot because I don't get tapped very often. Well, you know what I, I mean? I've been trying more. And I know you like that uh, butterfly guard, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I try that, because I'm like, all right, I'm going to try that. Well, let me tell you what. If you get into that position with some heavyweight and you try like uh, that butterfly sweep or something like that and you get it wrong... You're toast Bye-bye. because uh, you're now in a horrible position. <laughs> and I've been having that happen because I've been trying it everywhere yeah, with yeah, the big yeah. boys. It, has, it hasn't been working for me. I haven't figured out how to get it to work yet, but I'm going to keep That's trying. That's so funny. Hey, I'm, I, we keep, we've been asking a lot of questions to our listeners, but if there's one thing you guys feel like you, when you try it, you just absolutely fail and it's like either get smashed or just end up in a worse position, but you keep trying because you want to get better at it, what is that? I know, I know, like De La Hiva. I was trying to play De La Hiva for a while. John used to have a I dope. I love De La Hiva. Don, I'm not even going to lie. John used to have a dope De La Hiva back love in it. the day. I, don't, I haven't, I haven't used it in a long time. Because we, we, we haven't used it in yeah, class, right? Yeah, that's true. John a, used to have a dope De La Hiva back in the day. And I've always said John used to have, you know. But when I would play De La Hiva, it was terrible. And I'd be like, eh. <laughs> I don't get this. You know what I mean? Like, John doesn't have a good deep half. I, I feel like I have a good deep half. You know what I mean? What is your guys' move or position that you get to that is either your number one or last place? Because <laughs> I would love to see what you guys think. I would love to see what kind of off-the-wall things where people were like, oh, man, you know, I'll take a I'll take a, a balloon sweep to back take from a oh. Baron Bolo. <laughs> like, hmm. You know, I was struggling with just the stuff Cody was teaching the other day with uh, once you took the back and you you went over because I was like, man, I feel like I'm just doing a bow and arrow from there. Yeah, dude. Okay, and he's like, no, too? no, you do this and then you switch the grip. And I was like, but I can just bow and arrow from there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, no, you can't. And I was like, yes, I can. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> like when they were showing the they were showing once again, the taking the arm behind the head or. How how are they getting to one of the one of the positions? I was like, Yo, Cody, the the way I like to get this position is when their hands are on my hips, I just swim under, break the guard, and then as I come back over, I swim the arm through, pinch my elbow, and grab lapel, and I have that same position, but it's a lot faster and a lot easier to me, right? A lot of the times, you just have to find what works for you. For me, some of this stuff doesn't work, but I know an easier way to get there. And he's like, oh yeah, that works pretty good too. You know what I mean? And but I don't know. So, sometimes, sometimes I feel like I'm on it, and sometimes I feel like 
what the hell am I doing, bro? Sometimes I'll be driving home like, they just ought to give me a gold medal. <laughs> some days I'm like, they just need to give me my white belt back. <laughs> What's below a white belt? Should I like get like a, like, what, what, not is it wear time a belt? To, is it time to switch schools? That's all I need to know. Do I need to start somewhere else on a white belt? It's like, it's like, should I go back to just watching YouTube videos in the UFC? Yeah, because yeah. right now it's like, you know what's funny is because we started jiu-jitsu so late in our lives i feel like we're not going to have that experience of going to parties and using it on our friends uh yeah true for me for sure yeah i mean i don't go anywhere besides like the podcast room and like <laughs> well i can't say that i was in leavenworth i think i told you that one time we had a like, oh, crazy yeah, yeah, party yeah. there and one of my buddies is like hey show me some of those chokes look here's a word of advice for people that are listening to this if you're all intoxicated don't ask the jiu-jitsu guy to show you chokes <laughs> You know, his wife was like, hey, he passed out. You didn't let go. I was like, I don't even remember doing that. So I would not ask. He he almost died. He's like, well, he shouldn't have asked. <laughs> just don't ask. Let's just have a good time. It's so true, man. Like, what's great about having kids that do jujitsu, right? And I think I've mentioned this before. It's like, when Charles really gets me mad, I'm like, yo, we're practicing jujitsu. Get your butt over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going down. What's funny is like Olivia is like bigger and stronger than Katie now, right? Katie, oh yeah, right. Katie can't threaten her at all. Katie's Katie's like I'm gonna whoop your tail, and Olivia's like, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Yeah, it, I tell Charles all the time. I'm like, I'm like, what? all right, man. Just that the one day, let me know. Just let me know, man. <laughs> like if if you want to challenge me, we we got mats in the garage, dude. Like, what's what's great? Speaking of Charles. All jokes aside, that's a joke, by the way. All jokes aside, he's been loving jujitsu. I told him our agreement is we go twice a week, right? Th- Tuesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Saturday, Thursday, Saturday, whatever, right? Or if he wants to go on an open mat. And like the other day, I think it was Thursday. I think it was a Thursday. I was like, yo, you want to go jujitsu tonight or you want to go Saturday? He's like, mm-mm. We're going to go Saturday. I was like, what? He's like, I want to whoop someone's butt. I was like, oh, pfft. all right. Sorry, bro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he's loving it, man. I think I think he's having a lot of fun. And um, it's it's cool to see, man. Honestly, it is. You know, watching the girls. I feel like Olivia is a little little hesitant still in some of her classes. But yeah, well, like she could be a killer. Yeah. She just got to watch it. Well, unfortunately for her, she's in our class. True. So, I mean, and we the only other chick that's her age is a straight killer. Yeah, and like when she's not there, you know, Olivia was paired up with a, a new white belt um, last week, and he was probably a good two twenty. And I was like, mm, I feel sorry for. Her. I could just roll with her next. Time. <laughs> and I was like, mm. and you know, uh, matter of fact, you know, even like Riley, we have a lot of new people in class, right? I don't know yeah. how comfortable the they are rolling with people they don't know. Yeah. And Olivia or with was, a small girl. Yeah, no, Olivia wasn't there. So Riley asked me, she's like, hey, will you partner with me tonight? And I was like, yeah, I will. You know, we've been doing this for three years together. Yeah. I don't know how that is for someone that's 14, 15 years old. And they don't know these adults that are in class. They true. Don't, they don't have that relationship. You know, it might be super uncomfortable for them. Very true. Like, uh, I was watching Riley. We got. We should probably just try to get her on the podcast, too. I, think I love be... when people underestimate her. Bro, or they and try I was to go... just going to say that this grown-ass man thought he was about to pass her <laughs> yeah, card. I was like, yeah. bro. Or they try to, like... I didn't want to say anything They try to, to take him, it but... easy on her, and then she fucking throws that elbow in her throat. And I'm like, oh, I don't yeah, want to... I don't even, like, say anything to him. I, like, just standing there and just, like, like, oh, you going easy? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you're about to, you're about to feel I'm it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone should have warned you. 
It ain't gonna be me though. No, no. <laughs> she does not care. Like you're about to get some pain. What's funny is that was like we talk about like her in you know forearm to the throat kind of thing and and how she was, but that was white belt Riley. Like yeah, like three years deep Riley is even more aggressive, more tactical. You know what I mean? She's she she is. I keep saying killer, but bro, if you guys ever come to our gym and you see uh, the only yellow black belt female that's about 16 years old. Who's double jointed, so good luck on I'm your I'm going to let you know right now, <laughs> do not take it lightly. Don't. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we talk about this, right? Yes, if you're a larger, stronger person, you can neutralize them, her a whole lot easier. But yeah. that's not that's not the point, right? It's like when I roll with her, it's like, I have to use technique. You know what I mean? I could, yes, I could use my size and strength, but then it's not, then what is that doing for either one of us? You know what I mean? But she will straight catch me sometimes like, oh. Well, I mean, when Cody's using her name to teach technique, like, hey, if you're rolling with someone and you try to, you know, shoulder lock them and their shoulders don't lock or you're trying to arm Riley. them and it doesn't work, <laughs> Riley, then you have to do this. You know, and I'm like, yeah, that's how I yeah. feel with her. I've put her in arm bars. And you would think her arm would have broke, and she's not even feeling it. I'm like, that is unbelievable. Dude, I like I just mentioned earlier, my favorite sweep is X-Guard Deep X, right? Where you got one leg on your shoulder, and then you cross your feet on the other legs. You kick the leg out, stand up with the leg on your shoulder. Riley, it does not work on, because she <laughs> just does the splits. And I'm like... Yeah, well, she's in the gymnastics, been doing that her whole judo, life. She did judo, judo for a while. Yeah. I can't wait to see when she's a full-fledged adult, you know. She's going to be whooping tail. I wonder why she didn't do the competition last time. I might ask her. I think she's had too many injuries where she's, she's afraid of, like, getting injured again, to mm, tell the truth. Mm. That's one thing. Is she's from gymnastics, and she she tore her MCL, slightly tore her MCL in the middle of class one day because some wrestler white belt, like, cranked on her leg Ooh, on I accident. I remember that, yeah. Or yeah. she had... He, like, locked her leg down and then moved wrong, and, like, she heard, like, a pop tear in her knee, and then um, she had she had to, like, miss a couple months because of it. So I think she's, like, real hesitant because of her past injuries, but she'd be killer, bro. Who do you think in our class has uh, made the most gains at this point? I want to mm-hmm. see if we think it's the same person. Let's see. I'm going to, honestly, Thor. I'm going to say Thor. Thor has made plenty of gains, but I'm going to tell you right now who my toughest role is when I Maybe have him Will. right now is Will. Yeah. Okay. I watched Will and Cody. It, Will and Cody the other day, I was like, damn, Will is so much better than I am. <laughs> I mean, Will stalemate most times. Yeah, same. He is like... Uh, Strong, fast. I don't know how old Will is. He's but like 32, 33. Jesus. He, no, he can't be that old. He has That boy doesn't he has have a, a lick year of old, gray hair. 13-year-old. Damn, well, he is, like, at that point right now where I feel like he's on a cusp. Uh-huh. And uh, he's about to be unstoppable is where I'm feeling. Yeah. He he was the only person after class of our butt-kicking technique of where he was like, oh, no one else wants to roll? And the coach said, oh, okay, I'll roll with you. And then they did, like, a seven-minute round before Cody got him. And I was watching it, and I was like, holy crap, man. My guard retention is terrible compared to Will's. Will's like, like Cody stacked Will 
Oh, and like Will's flexibility was like insane. I was like, God damn, I'd be like tapping because I, I'm so Bro, uncomfortable. Me that. and him rolled, I think uh, maybe a week and a half ago. And he's like, Hey, it's been a long time, John. I'm thinking in my head, yeah, because I've been avoiding you. Yeah. But, <laughs> so we roll. No joke. So we roll and it's a stalemate, the whole roll, right? But he wasn't winded when it was over. I was dying inside. Dying. Like I used every bit of everything I had. For that still, and he's like, "Hey, good job." It's like yeah, when we like, roll with like a white wanna, belt. Do you want to go again? And I'm like, "No, I want to go <laughs> crawl in my truck and die." <laughs> bro, it's so true. Yesterday, do you uh, see the gray that took everything I had, bro? Yesterday, after Thor's roll, Will was like kind of hovering, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so tired." <laughs> I'm so tired. Oh my gosh, this is. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> none of my tricks work anymore. John- I used to tell people, hey, take it easy. I'm a survivor from a stroke. You know, I got all these issues. And they'd be like, oh, okay. And that'd buy me at least a minute. Now that shit doesn't work at all. So they hit me at the gates like full force. <laughs> Will is an animal. They're like, F you, John. I'm going to get you. I think somebody, I, somebody, I don't remember who it was yesterday. When Will said that, they went, all gas, no brake. <laughs> and I was like, true. You, you hit that on the head. It's true, man. And But what's what's great about someone like Will is... They, he, it's not like he's just like a mosquito. I need to watch him in Z roll. What's great about a, a Will is he's actually very technical. Too. Very, very. He's very technical. And he has, you know, explosive, uh, explosivity. It's, he's explosive. I don't know if explosivity is, is a. It sounded a legit. I, yes, I got it. it. I was like, that's a good word. Right. Write, he's that like, shit about down. To write the shit down. <laughs> <laughs> right. But so he's explosive. He's very technical, right? And it, which makes for a great role. And he's freaking strong, man. Yeah. I'm like, golly. But you know, those those make for great roles because it makes they it push makes you. everyone have to step up. It's good having someone like that because I feel like Will and I are pretty much the same level. He might be a little bit better than I am, right? But I have things that in my game that help neutralize his stuff. He has things in his game that help neutralize my stuff, right? So it's a great role. But I try to avoid it sometimes. I'm going to be honest. It's I his, try to avoid it. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's not technique or anything that gets me rolling with Will. It's just his motor. Yeah. He's just got more He's motor so than me. He's so good, man. Yeah. And I'm like, I know. It, it makes me feel like maybe I should jump on the treadmill a little bit. Maybe I should uh, go run a mile. Maybe I should stop eating Twinkies, you know, because... Uh, I, there's just so many people in our class. He feels like engine. a wrestler, but I don't think he is. I don't think he's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah like I get almost the same motor feeling with Z. Do you guys have? Do you guys have someone in your school that's like that, where they're like, like they they're like almost the complete package. If they had better technique, you're like, oh crap. You know what I mean? Is there someone that where you feel like you neutralize? You guys are the same belt, whether it's white, blue, purple, black, or whatever. But you feel like you kind of neutralize each other. And it's like your favorite role that you try to avoid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that, that, that is 100% will for me. Like I enjoy when we actually do a role, but I try to do it as little as often to tell you the truth. Yeah. I think we need to like challenge ourselves and just roll with them for the next month. It's true. Yeah. Roll every, with Cody, every, I, will. I, would, I would throw that challenge out to everyone that's listening for everyone that you avoid, maybe for the next month. And then we'll talk about what it. What is today? Month. What is today? Let's pick those guys that we know are going to just ruin us and are the toughest roles, and let's just pick them for the next month. July 1st, I expect 15,000 DMs saying you rolled with the person you try to avoid one time, at least one time a week. Let's do it. I mean, let's see how it goes. 
Like, let's, I'm down. Just, let's pick the challenge. That means we got to start rolling more. I'm not rolling with Travis. Epp- no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Travis All right, is challenge is over. Role. It's almost unfair when I roll with Travis. He knows what? me so well. Yes. I mean, you and I grew up in jiu-jitsu. That's yeah. why we started the podcast, right? Yeah. Because we grew up in yeah. jiu-jitsu together. So. If I, if I manage to get Travis, it's because I'm sneaky. It's because he watched a YouTube video before class and he <laughs> executed it simultaneously. This is what I tell people when they ask me. Because I've actually been asked it before. They're like, who wins when you and Travis roll? And I go, this is the way it goes. If we roll 10 times, Travis is going to win eight. I'll probably get two out of the 10. <laughs> no shame in my game. That's just the yeah, way it goes. Yeah. It used to be, no offense, John, yeah. it used to be once or maybe once to zero. It'd be yeah. 10, 10 times out of 10 or nine times out of 10. Now yeah. John's, he's got me with some stuff where I'm like, gosh, dang it, man. Yeah, but it would still go to him if it was many rounds, and I have no problem saying that. Yeah, John. The the times that John has got me, it's because he's he's gotten some things where I just wasn't expecting it. He like I got him in a Kimura trap the one time where my north south Kimura and John was expecting it, and so he looked up techniques on how to counter the north south Kimura, and then he almost got me in a wrist lock from the north south Kimura, and I was like, oh my god! And I had to like, I basically had to muscle out of it because I was like John ain't tapping me tonight. <laughs> And Travis knows all my weaknesses. He knows I got shit shoulders. So yeah. he'll push my shoulders up, and I'm like, you bastard. <laughs> it's like they're they're fully mechanical, so you hear the clicking. You know what I mean? They're like like a like a like a, a chain hoist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody else knows it, so I'm safe. <laughs> now they know it. Damn. You know what's great is like there's plenty of people in our class where I'm like, I know what your weakness is. I'm going neon belly as much as possible. I'm going for that right ankle that's been broke six times. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just joking. Stuff like, that. like Jordan, I know your lungs are under your rib cage. I got you. <laughs> I'm gonna get you the whole he's time. Like, he's like my lungs it? are in like here in my stomach. Yeah, and I'm like, like, I have oh. I have no sternum. Them, it's all just rib connected and i'm like good <laughs> yeah all right now i know where to go got it so but in any case guys um john you got anything else no i don't man just let's take the challenge take let's the challenge take, the hey, challenge. take june as your challenge month roll with the person you've been avoiding with at least once a week i think that's a great challenge that's man. a great challenge who are you gonna pick will I'm unfortunately go... will and cody god cody annihilates me yeah. Oh, I take that back. I roll with Cody a lot all the time. If Nate is in class, it's going to be Nate and Cody. All right, I'm going to go with my two toughest or roles. Or Nate and Will. Do you want to guess my two? You know Will. Who's the other one? My toughest roles. Like, I don't want to roll with them because they're that tough. I don't know. It's going to be Will and Keegan. Oh, I forgot about <laughs> Keegan. Will and yeah. Keegan, if you're listening to this, and I hope you're not. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be you two boys. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Uh, quick housekeeping things. <laughs> Hit us up on social media. Elbows Type Podcast everywhere. Elbows Type Pod on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Go to elbowstype.com. Follow our blog. Join our email list. Um, give us a five star review, please, 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 on Apple's and iTunes and every, every platform you possibly can. Google, if you guys listen on Google. That helps us get discovered and also let us know that we're doing something right. Right now, we have like 17 five-star reviews. You guys are absolutely insane. Let's see if we can't get to 20 by the end of the month. That'd be that'd be phenomenal. If you guys can get us to 20 five-star reviews, that'd be great. Thank you guys so much for everything. Um, but yeah, that's uh, all we got. If 
You ain't got nothing else, John? If if we get to 20, maybe we'll treat you guys to a video of me and Travis rolling. Like, that is where we're at There now. we go. You get us to 25 star reviews on iTunes, John and I will post a video, yeah. a recent video of us rolling together. We'll make a new one. You can watch me tap. <laughs> Deal. 25 star <laughs> reviews on iTunes and we'll release a video of John and I rolling together. There we go. That's a good one. There you go. All right, guys. We'll appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, remember, no oil checks here. That's it. I'm not saying it. We're right. not, we're not going to stop until you say it. I'm not saying it. See you guys later. Oh, <laughs> later guys.